Okay, so everybody, welcome to uh, this episode of the Zen Teachings Podcast. I'm really excited today. I've got a great friend of mine, Alexios Pathenos. Um, Alexios is joining us in North Carolina. How are you? How you doing, man? You good? Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for uh, having me. Well, I'm excited to talk to you today. There's a little bit of background for people who don't know you. Um, Alexios is a really successful attorney in North Carolina. He and I went to law school together. Um, we were on the moot court team together. We studied for the bar together. We stayed in a crummy hotel together. Um, and what happened back in 2009, uh, Alexios had trouble passing the bar the first time. Uh, there were a couple instances like that. He's one of the yeah. guys I know. Well, uh, it, I'm fooling it, you somehow, sir, but thank you. <laughs> we studied together, so I know all of the the material he was doing, and so it was kind of thought that maybe it might be a mindset kind of issue going into taking the test. So I suggested to Alexios to come to the dojo and practice. And like a lot of people, a lot of you, he really didn't have an interest in martial arts. He didn't have a background in it. Um, thought it Correct. wasn't for him. Uh, but I said, just give it a shot. You know, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> you know, come in and let's work on some of this discipline. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to share your story and just kind of uh, fill in what meditation, mindfulness, being in the dojo, how that affected you, you know, and, and let's see where this goes. Absolutely. Um, well, uh, again, thank you for having me. Um, this is uh, quite an honor and quite a pleasure. And I'd like to preface by saying that uh, what I learned um, and continue to carry with me from uh, the practices at the dojo, I know are effective for me and were um, incredibly, uh, uh, inestimably helpful for helpful for, for me if that can be pertinent to someone else wonderful i don't know i can only talk about how what that means to me um, well, tell me about your first like uh, the change in mindset like tell me where you were mm -hmm. the first time we took the test okay the first time we took the test um just to give a really brief background i don't care how smart you are how much you prepare whatever it's a two-day test it's everything you've ever learned in three years of law school. It is hard. It is stressful. There's no two ways about it. There's no way you can talent your way out of it. It is hard. Um, and I remember uh, knowing you from school. We, again, we were on loop court together and, uh, you know, we're like kind of study buddies and things like that. Um, but I remember going in naturally pretty terrified. And it's, it, it was a crummy feeling. Uh, I think you mentioned we were basically holed up in a dingy apartment deciding whether to stay up all night doing flashcards or actually maybe eat food and get sleep. I think you chose the healthier version. Um, I've never missed meals. You know, I don't know. But um, so needless to say, we had prepared for months and that became our life for that time. And then it all comes down to... Um, this one sort of culmination over two days when it's time to, per, per, to perform. We both studied like beasts. You're brilliant. You passed it with ease your first try. Not so much with me. Um, and I like to believe that I am and was at the time a big boy. I can handle that. I've uh, 
had my fair share of buoyant moments in my life and sure, certainly uh, shortcomings when I um, uh, failed in a sense. But this one was different. This one was maybe that first kind of, uh, for lack of a better word, traumatic moment in life when, you know, I put all my uh, eggs in one basket and get them. Now what do I do? Um, I was fervently going back to the drawing board with going, I, I was determined to study twice as hard as I did the first time. Um, and in a lot of ways, I put in more hours. And I didn't know it. A lot of times I think when, again, I can only speak for myself, but when someone's acting a different way or uh, stress is building up to where it's changing your day-to-day -day behavior, I'm the last one to see it. And I'm very fortunate for our relationship, Rudy. Uh, I think you, you noticed it right away. And you suggested something that I didn't really care to hear. You said, um, you know, I do this thing. I go to a dojo. As you know, I've been practicing martial arts virtually my whole life. Uh, yeah, whatever, I thought. Um, so I, I humored you and agreed to go one day. And um, I said, look, I don't know about throwing punches. I don't know about throwing kicks. I don't care. You know, I'll watch an MMA fight or something when it comes up. Other than that, it's not something I've ever been interested in. But I'll humor you. And you said, fine, but that's not what we're going to do that day. Which was weird because I remember taking off my shoes, going to, mat, to the mat, and we sat down together, and everyone was kind of lined up. And then we just listened to a man talk. I didn't throw a punch. I didn't warm up. Nothing. Um, I learned nothing about the actual mechanics of martial arts. But I... I, I can vividly remember what the um, lecture lesson was about. And it was, um, I didn't know how lucky I was to be there that day. It was the first time ever in a dojo and I got to hear Sifu speak, listen to Sifu speak, wonderful. Uh, and he said something that to this day sticks out in my mind. Um, he said, look, you're either with whatever you do, whether it's throwing a punch or whether it's the work that you do, or if it's the way you eat, sleep, just down the board, you're either putting trash down or picking trash up, simply put. And then you kind of pause just to process that a little bit. Um, and this is something that I've heard you discuss um, numerous times. Uh, you, I think on your last podcast, you're talking about Siddhartha, things like that. Um, and Quite frankly, for lack of a better way of describing it, it pissed me off when he told me that because I thought this is kind of, maybe it's just my natural sort of contrarian mindset. I was like, this is, nothing in life is that simple. Um, I remember thinking of uh, the movie Donnie Darko. There was a scene with Jake Gyllenhaal, a young Jake Gyllenhaal. And he has to go, uh, a teacher's trying to explain that there's only love and hate in the world. And he goes to the class and he's frustrated. He explains that it's far more uh, complicated than that. And yeah, I think he gets kicked out of class or something. That was kind of my mindset where it's like, look, there's this man uh, with a belt on and he's telling me that it's either one or the other. 
and he is doing this in a dojo, but he hasn't lived life outside here. I mean, this is what I was thinking. I mean, it's, nothing is that simple. Um, and I carried that with me for a long time. I, I was thankful that you brought me along to the dojo. I checked it out. It was probably until six months later that it was, I was really in the heat of starting to retake the bar. And again, you were seeing signs of something that I wasn't. And you, in a very, I think, tactful way, gave me a nudge to, to come in, um, have a couple of sessions on the mats. And uh, you said it with a lot of confidence. You said, if you do this, you will perform better. You're going to pass the bar. Okay, whatever. And I remember going there and a lot of that same mentality that I had going in and same mentality I have now. I didn't really care about throwing punches, didn't really care about a, um, uh, a more focused guard or anything like that. But what was different was that we were starting off sessions with meditation. Number one, uh, that was different. That was sort of unexpected. Um, and that started to make a lot of sense to me. Where I, when I wasn't as interested in the actual physicality of what we were doing on the mats, this part started making sense to me. And it wasn't meditation that I saw in the movies where you think about something and you see a vision. This was, don't think about a damn thing, okay? Think about your breathing. That sounds simple enough, but I really thought that probably never, and I don't mean this as an exaggeration, probably never in my life had I been awake and decided I'm only going to think about inhaling and exhale. Sounds so simple, right? I don't think I'd ever done that before. Um, I didn't walk out with some revelation virtually I experienced nothing, but it was a slow, incremental, very incremental thing that um, revealed itself throughout the next day, the next week, the next month. And I realized slowly, 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 somehow I, I was a little more focused. Um, I was a little more, and I, I mean this in very, very slight increments. Um, slightly more uh, patient, not um, as driven for immediate results. That's another problem with the bar exam or really anything that anybody's doing. I'm picking the bar exam, but you name it, your uh, job or the amount of sit-ups you want to do or whatever it is. We live in a time, and again, I can only speak for myself, immediate results are awesome. You want that thing now. Um, we pick carrots that can get to us as soon as possible. And this wasn't that. Um, so that summertime of martial of, of practicing um, was a very slow roll. I didn't get immediate results with anything. Um, you could probably guess without saying how that bar exam at the end of my training worked out. <clears throat> uh, I am a licensed attorney, by the way. Um, so, uh, and I can go into that all day, but, uh, first and foremost, I just, I really want to thank you for, um, getting me that first invite to the mats and 
whether you knew it or not, there was a lesson learned there that I still think about to this day. Um, and nothing is so simple as uh, it's either uh, love or hate. But what the lesson of either you're putting down trash or picking it up, it's much more refined. And the more I live with that, the more it just makes sense. It is true. That's a simple fact. It's, it's a tough one to swallow, but it's real. It's as real as anything. Um, if that makes any sense to you. Well, yeah. I mean, it sounds like, I mean, the idea of either picking up trash or, or uh, putting it down obviously stuck with you. Um, mm -hmm. We say all the time, you know, you can either decide the universe is for you or against you. I mean, one of the main things is that there's no um, necessarily bad news. You know, I mean, there, there's just experiences and then there's how you respond. And what people tend to do is they react and they react without taking that pause. And what I saw in you as somebody who had helped me through law school, who I'd come to when we had exams and you're explaining concepts to me and everything like that. By, by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but um, I'm going to be an ass about this. We had Jimmy John's for a brief period of lunch during the second day of the bar exam in between the, the two essay portions. Uh, briefly, I'll just say that there's like three hours of essays. You get a second for lunch, and then there's another three hours. I remember that. I had tuna. <laughs> and well, I remember something, too. I remember, I, I don't care what you might think, I taught you Will's trust and estates, that portion of the essay, and I did it while you were eating a tuna sandwich. And somehow you remained uh, focused and much more. Well, and that's, I'm glad, man, that's absolutely You nailed true. that essay. I, I, I taught that. you that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I don't deny that. And then we had a question about it. We did. So, the point, so that's why when I saw <laughs> you having trouble passing it, I know this is stuff you know because you taught me. You know? Absolutely. And so I, I really believed that it had to be something going on in your mind in terms of just re responding to the stress poorly. Yes. And, and overthinking everything. And yes. it seems like that ability, the focusing on the breath, really kind of helped turn a corner. How many times did you take the test? Um, I attempted it three, actually sat down and completed it, and completed it twice. I mean, I want people to understand who maybe aren't lawyers who haven't taken the bar, that that takes, Alexios is, is a very strong person. I mean, doing the bar one time, I remember we're sitting in the, in the, uh, in the Breslin Center at Michigan State, uh -huh. and on the first day, in the first couple hours, some girl starts crying and just runs out of the test. I mean, it's stressful the first time. You know, you have you enter a ball of, of human stress and it's yeah. all on a basketball court. That's what the Breslin Center was for people who might understand. You've got arena basketball court full of human cesspool stress. Yes. And you've got <laughs> two days. You take this test either in July or in February, then you wait yeah. months until you find out. And if you don't pass it, you can't do anything. You nope. know, so a lot of people have a hard time even once. So I want you to, you know, for anybody listening. Try to put yourself in the position of studying for this test from May to July and not going the way you want it to go. You don't find out until November. And then gearing back up and having the tenacity and having the perseverance 
to actually sit down for it again. And I, and I remember when I found out you didn't pass, I was thinking, I don't know if I could retake it. And then of course you could. a second time and a third time. I mean, that's something that's admirable in and of itself. And that's the kind mm -hmm. of, of uh, drive and, and refusal to be beaten, which is why you're successful now. Um, you just had Thank to you. learn to channel all of that intelligence, all of that focus, and be able to call upon it at will. And that's one of the things for me for meditation. I've never claimed to be the smartest person in the room. You know, I, I try to surround myself with smart people, but I, I do think I'm very good at not reacting. You know, mm -hmm. if somebody says something, if I, and again, I've said before, it doesn't mean nobody deserves to be punched in the face, but if, if I do it, then I'm choosing to do it. It's not a look what you made me do kind of thing. It's just yes. the appropriate response. And so I just, I knew that if you could, really just be who you are in that moment even under that stress you would have the success you know and i was really honored that you trusted me enough to give it a shot and i think it's it's awesome that it's well i um i didn't uh, appreciate it at the time and it's taken me much longer to appreciate it in retrospect um how lucky i was to sort of be escorted into the mass um it wasn't my idea uh, I was very fortunate to have you around um, to bend over backwards at the time because I was pretty reluctant to do anything other than the hole up in my room and, and crank out hypothetical multiple choice questions. Um, so uh, yeah, not a lot of not a lot of people would have would have thought to do that for me. So um, I uh, I'm forever in your debt for that. I, I mean that. Well, I. Thank you. I appreciate that. I would do it again without, without a question. I'm not taking uh, that test again. What do you, <laughs> no, there'll be, there'll be other stuff that we can help <laughs> each other out on, I'm sure. Um, what do you think? Cause as somebody, I understand. And one of the reasons that I wanted to do Zen teachings as opposed to opening another physical school, mm -hmm. I understand there are people who just have no interest in martial arts. I get it. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not a uh, basketball player. And I don't have any interest in becoming a better basketball player. You mm -hmm. know, but I think that if you look at people that are successful in different, different um, fields, there's a common denominator, and that's that ability to focus. So how do you, in your mind, I mean, given that, and I don't take it personally, that martial mm -hmm. arts in terms of the technical aspect of it is not something you have an ongoing interest in. Um, how would you tell somebody then that this is, possibly for them even if they don't have a natural predisposition you know they have kind of because we all we think we watch ufc we watch mma that's what it is maybe you've seen the karate kid yeah uh, you know that's not for me that's it yeah so what was it that made you turn that corner you know what i'm saying well, i that, that's a an excellent question that i'll attempt to um attempt to address the physicality of hitting the mats is what, what i learned for me was that it was arbitrary it what i like to do um in my own time uh, is i like to hit golf putts on a putting green hit golf putts mm -hmm. um i like to no pun intended or no uh reference intended with um, Karate Kid, but I like to add shiny wax on to my car. I do. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a meditative thing. 
Um, I like to flick my earlobe. A lot of what, what we were doing on the mats is arguably, at least to me, as arbitrary a physical challenge as any of those other things. Um, and a lot of times that's as arbitrary of a physical challenge as getting better at sitting in a chair and focusing on stressful questions. Um, so if what I, what I gathered from throwing punches and having a, uh, a level of accountability uh, to be at the dojo and practice really, again, had nothing to do with, with the, the, the maneuvers for lack of a better uh, word themselves, but we prefer technique, but I got the you. technique. I'm so, I knew you were going to correct me. I'm, I'm sorry, everybody out there. Um, <laughs> but we'll edit that out in post. Um, but uh, if if I could learn to focus my mind on throwing as clean of a front punch as possible, that I can apply to that. That can translate into a putt on a putting group or the way I focus on a client at work. The, I'm not even kidding. Literally the way I wash my car. It sounds silly, but no, I think if I can just jump in, you have an understanding that people practice for years and they don't get, I mean, you will, if you stick around long enough, you're going to learn how to fight, you know, but mm -hmm. that's a consequence. That's not why you're there. You know, yeah. it's really the, the ability to put yourself in an uncomfortable position and maintain the focus and, and what you took out of it, the whole goal, because I, I mean, hopefully, right. We don't live our lives in a way that you're physically fighting. You know what I mean? So that's Correct. secondary. Um, you know, hopefully you're not physically getting into altercations every week and having to defend yourself. If you, as a consequence of your practice can defend yourself, then that's, that's bonus, but that's not, all of it you know the the dojo in what i saw where i believe it would be good for the bar is it's meant to be kind of a a test lab if you will i mean you go and you put yourself under these stresses mm -hmm. and you see if you can maintain being alexios while rudy's throwing a kick at you or rudy's trying to you know can you maintain yes. calmness because if you can do that then you can certainly do it when you look at an essay question or when somebody Absolutely. cuts you off in traffic or when the Starbucks person gets your order wrong or whatever it is. It's maintaining the person that you are, no matter what the outside stressors are. And it, like you boiled it down beautifully and, and you, know, you didn't practice that long. You know, so you see, you really, you took what it's all about. And I think that you had physical, tangible results. And, and, and again, that's your, your passing the test. That's awesome. In, in that case, uh, I did get the quick carrot where um, I did have a, a tangible result, say, at the end of that summer or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I want to be clear that that is not uh, why I feel like it's, it's relevant to share my story. Um, that I, pra I uh, practiced... Um, Diligently, I'll say I'll use that word. I think it's safe to say I, I diligently practiced for several weeks and got this at the end. It doesn't it doesn't work like that. I'm not trying to promote that sort of instant gratification. Um, in fact, it's the reverse. It taught me 
um, the slow roll, which really in my life, I, um, I, I wasn't used to that level of patience. Uh, and I, I still haven't figured out anything, just to be clear. Um, I'm incredibly impatient on a day-to-day. -day. I'm putting down garbage and forgetting yeah. to clean any up. So I'm yeah. by no means, you know, it's, it's definitely a working process and, and always will be. Um, it's being at ease with that, that's the kind of game changer. Uh, and that's where um, meditation and things like that certainly transcends what's happening on the mats. So is it something, do you think that now, I mean, obviously you're practicing, you're, yes. you're, you're in your career, mm -hmm. and we're not physically together anymore. I mean, you're in North mm -hmm. Carolina. Um, do you still, I know you said that some of the things Sifu said suck with you, some of the practice. I mean, how does it, play a role in your everyday life now? Um, well, I think one thing that maybe isn't every day, and this is just a, my own personal promotion, every time I read, um, I, I, I read Siddhartha's um, stories about Siddhartha or uh, Zen and the Art of Archery, every single time I open that up, which is sometimes couple minutes a year, uh, sometimes I'll go through the whole thing. That is always a new lesson all the time. Um, I'm not really answering your question. Your question was what, how does that apply maybe more every day? No, every day I know that I'm doing, I, I, I think I, I, I don't know how to describe it. There's a certain method of meditation or maybe mantra repetition, whatever you like to call it, where it's, I am doing insert thing right now. I am talking to you right now. I'm washing my car right now. I am stuck in traffic right now. Um, so the ability to really be in the moment and appreciate what- Very, very simple. Mm -hmm. For me, very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. uh, that's an incredibly uh, difficult task. But knowing it and knowing that, really, what am I doing? I am sitting in traffic. I'm applying wax to my car. I'm talking to a friend. I'm talking to a coworker. That's what I'm doing right now. As simple as it is, that was so far off track, just to go back to the bar exam, for example. It was so, it wasn't uh, like in my top 20 of things to pay attention to. I had a thousand other things, uh, you know, how long should I pace myself on a 15 minute essay when I know that these four subjects are going to come up and how to sort out that information in an efficient way? Yeah. I wasn't thinking <laughs> I'm writing an essay right now. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad we're sense. done with that. Man. <laughs> I mean, too. I don't, I don't recommend it to all of you listening. No. <laughs> be a firefighter, do something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I find that I struggle with that myself. We all do. Um, being in the moment is it make it's one of I mean it's cheesy to say but it's so simple but it's not easy you know what it I mean it does sound cheesy we that's not all, what I was hoping to get at with the movie example in our in our um you know we're always thinking about the next big thing and and what's happening tomorrow and we're never really right here right now you know and mm -hmm. and it's 
one of those things like, you know, you go to dinner with your friends and you're all on your phones, you know, I mean, nobody's actually in the moment. So, I mean, I think that being able to do that and and keep that up is, is, it's huge. It's just not, and and we're not set up that way. I mean, we, we can't do anything now. We're so interconnected. And one of the things I take from the mats is that it's, it's a cell, cell phone free zone. You know, I mean, if I'm sitting here, if I'm sitting in work, I get notifications in my email. I get somebody liked something on Instagram. I get text messages. I mean, you're always somewhere else. You're not actually where you are. Yeah. That's not going to serve you at all, you know, in terms of fostering a relationship that's useful, in terms of finding success in a task that's challenging. You know, and so it takes some discipline to actually to overcome that, to overcome the natural setup of our society. Absolutely. Um, well, we didn't really plan on this, but um, whatever I have going on, my two cents worth, that's, that's boring stuff. How's, how's your practice, sir? Uh, we talk, How are my, you? My meditation? Um, yes. I'm staying busy, man. I, I have a pretty regimented uh, practice I've had for a long time. You know, and, and the reason I do is I find that when I don't, I can tell. You know, um, my family, everybody can tell. If I, if I haven't been to the dojo in a while or if I haven't been meditating, it's evident very quickly. And I think that, that one of the things that people have a misconception about, and and you can see in some of my posts and some of the other talks, I mean, I don't in any way preach happiness. And I don't think that if you do this, things are going to be smooth. There's, mm-hmm. there's going to be storms and there's going to be potholes and there's going to be, you know, life is always going to punch you in the face. Yeah. What you have the choice to do and what my practice does for me and why I would never give it up is it allows me to choose how to respond. You know what I mean? Cause as you can't help, you know, there, there might be layoffs and we all lose our jobs there may be a sickness in the family and and a loved one is, is facing, you know, something terrible, or maybe you are, Mm -hmm. and that's going to happen no matter what. And so one of the things that I really try to do and is not worry about things that you can't really control anyway, and where it's not obvious that worrying is going to do anything to change the outcome. So it's it's a long-winded answer to your question, but if if you're asking specifically, I do about an hour a day of meditation. I'm in the dojo three, four days a week, and I am always, uh, I push myself. I mean, physically, if it's sparring or if it's in the gym lifting, I think that you've got to really be, find a way to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. You know, I I do stuff that, that I find to be, scary you know and i do it until i'm not scared of it anymore you know and you've got to just just keep pushing keep doing because when the tests really matter if you and i are sparring if i win one night so to speak whatever you want to call winning or you win the next night it doesn't matter nobody's going to remember that probably tomorrow certainly not a week from now certainly not a year from now you know you're not going to say that time i beat you i mean who cares it's it's irrelevant you know, um, but what you will always take with you is how did you respond and how were you able to maintain your, your focus despite having these external things coming in? You know, and I mean, like, I, I mean, I use a sea analogy all the time. There's going to be storms and at least meditation gives you a freaking rudder and a mm-hmm. sail. It doesn't mean you're going to control the wind. You're not going to control the waves. 
So stop trying. You know, I mean, the, the bar is still coming. You know, the, the bad news is still coming. But at least you've got a shot to fight for it and try to stay on course. And I find that while I do get blown off course like anybody else, if I have that baseline, I know what that center is, I can notice a little bit earlier, a little bit sooner that, hey, I'm off track. You need to get back over here. You know, as opposed to all of a sudden I'm way in left field and I don't even know what's going on feeling lost. So that's why I think that that practice is so important. And it's something that, you know, why I was excited to talk to you is I think that everybody should do it. I don't think everybody, I do. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think everybody of should. Of course. Promote but, the pride. But, yeah. But, but, <laughs> but I know they're not. I mean, my people yeah. are not going to come and, and throw punches and kicks. They're not. Yeah. You know, and there's, like, there's just, they're, they're not interested. What I want, though, is I don't think there's anything you could possibly do that if you don't take that discipline, I mean, I know you play hockey. If you mm -hmm. don't have that discipline, you will be a better hockey player. You can, you can, you can add the same, uh, the same benefits, the same disciplines, the same rituals to whatever you do, and it will make you better. It will make you a better husband, boyfriend, wife, daughter, son, anything, uh, employee or employer, if you are in control of what you're doing. And then that's really all it's about. People think martial arts is about self-defense. In a way it is, but it's about defending yourself from the self. You know, it's not, it's not the external person. It's, it's being able to overcome the garbage that you put in your brain, you know, and the garbage you're picking up and carrying with you and mm -hmm. being able to stay you no matter what. And that's, that's really all it is. And we use the external stimulus of being punched at as a way to bring you in reality. I mean, it's one of those things where if you're thinking about what you're going to eat for dinner when you get done with class and you're sparring with me while you're thinking about that, you're going to get punched in the face. So it's Indeed. better for you to probably be in the moment. You know, and it forces it because there's immediate ramifications of not being in the moment. Um, and again, you're not living your entire life like that, but you are taking that ability out into the real world, so to speak. So, Rudy. Sir, damn it, this is one of your uh, common tricks where uh, you, you refine things in such a simple way and uh, uh, break it down in, in very easeable, easeable, easy, um, uh, easy, easy bites to process. Uh, don't be fooled out there, people. Uh, this gentleman as a more refined lens of uh, martial arts and a perspective on the day-to-day's perspective on the world uh, than he's, he often uh, lets out. Um, bottom line, uh, you, you're always a, a wealth of knowledge, and I, I appreciate having the opportunity to uh, talk to you. Well, I appreciate you, man. It's very kind to say. Um... I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about this. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time. I know that you're, you're a busy guy. Um, is there anything else? Cause we, we've got, we, we could have a ton of other conversations about some of our experiences and all kind of stuff, but is there anything that you feel like we haven't touched upon or anything you want to say before we wrap it up in terms of just well, body? Yes and, practice? yes and no. There's, a bottomless pit of things that I hope to talk uh, uh, and work 
work out with you. Um, the immediate question is, when are we doing this again? <laughs> Seriously. Well, I mean, we'll, this is, this is great. we'll do another one very soon. And next okay. week or two, you know, we'll, we'll think about some other topics. But I, it's such a poignant story for me, and it's so central to uh, – the word mission might be strong, but why do I do Zen teachings? Um, I want I, – I don't have answers for you other than what's already inside of you. You know, and I, and I really think that if people can still their mind and if they can, you know, just respond well, they're going to have better lives. And I and to have such an, a, a ready-made, cut-out, obvious, in-your-face example is Alexios Mithenos. <laughs> um, is, it's awesome for me and it's awesome for anybody who, uh, who's thinking about practicing. So... We will do it again very soon. Um, hopefully you'll be coming to town soon or I'll get down there. I can actually see you. Looking uh, forward to it. Although I do like this uh, this webcam stuff. Yeah, um, it's me, isn't it? Yeah, and um, a little, uh, do, does anyone know? I'm not even wearing pants. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm wearing sweatpants, so I'm not, I'm not dressed up either. No, but. no, I mean, uh, we're joking around, but in all seriousness, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, no, for sure, man. Um, thank you, and uh, I'll talk to you very soon. Is there any uh, – what else was I going to say? No, that's it. I got nothing. So <laughs> zenteachings.com, this will be um, on our website, on YouTube, on iTunes, all your regular places. Um, if you enjoy the talks, if you enjoy the site, you know, we do have a Patreon page set up um, because we don't – this is all just kind of a labor of love, and it helps to – pay our administrators and things like that um otherwise al i will talk to you soon thank you sir all right talk to you soon about it